the storms of life. I'm not talking about no tempest. I'm talking about being in the actual storm. Uh, we talking about what we'll do if the wind is blowing. But what you going to do when you get in the eye of the storm? In the eye of the storm is where the rage is. The eye of the storm where it proves who you are. Don't tell me you ain't going to be afraid because you lie. Come on, somebody. But you got to look at how these boys was facing this thing. I was reading the lesson a little bit ago, and it said that at the time, it was calm. They was on a midnight cruise. And before the lanterns went out, they might have started roasting them some marshmallows because they was on a cruise going to the other side. How many know that right before the storm, there's a quiet time? There's a time of silence. Wind is not blowing. Everything around you is still. And you think that everything is okay. The only reason that you know it ain't okay is because the sirens go off. But there was a time you didn't have sirens going off. And it was calm around you. And then all of a sudden, there came a rushing wind. And it started blowing harder and harder and harder. Sometimes when it's your life is still and you're not paying attention to what God is saying and where God is trying to take care of you, then up come your storm. Knocks you off your pedestal. Gets you out of your comfort zone. Come on, somebody. Got parting off your mind because now fear done set in. And I heard somebody said that was the time that said, Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, should have came way before the storm came. But then, just like these boys was, we be relaxed in our daily walk. We be relaxed. And not looking at the surroundings. Can you just imagine these boys being in the middle of the sea? And ain't but one boat out there and they in it. And the Sunday school lesson described it as not just a storm, but a hurricane. Now if you know anything about a hurricane... That when it come on land, it comes with a mass and vast destruction. Come on, somebody. So this was not just a little wind blowing. Huh? Now, they got to thinking about the last time they was in a storm. I heard what the preacher said. What's going on? 
said, according to your faith, let it be. But guess what? Please don't say what you would have done. Huh? Because if you had been in the middle of the sea and a hurricane came up and wasn't nobody out there but you in that little boat. Huh? Now, when you look at a storm on the sea, the waves are hitting very high. The waves are very scary. And the, and the waves will rock everything about you. It will rock your life to the point that you'll be thinking, I'm about to die. I'm about to drown because there is no help around. Hmm? They got to thinking about the last storm they was in. But the problem with the last storm they was in, Jesus was in the bottom of the boat. So they went to the bottom of the boat and said, Master, do you care that we perish? They had their help on the boat. Come on, somebody. Oh, you a little faith. You got the king of kings on the boat with you. You got the great I am down here sleeping on the boat with you. And you wondering whether or not you finna perish. You got God walking with you, but you scared to walk. But you, you got God with you, but you scared to step out on faith. You got God with you, and your confidence level is so low that you don't have any in the God that you serve. But he told you, don't cast away your confidence that have great recompense or reward. You must believe that he is God, and that he is God, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently. Oh, where is your diligently this morning? Oh, I'm coming down your street this morning. Come on, somebody. You want to seek God in two sentences and then think he ought to show up. Come on, somebody. Just because you said Jesus, 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 you think he ought to show up. Come on, somebody. But you got to get down to the nitty gritty and call on Jesus with some faith. You got to labor for before him till he show up. You got to tell him, I'm not going nowhere till you show up, God. Come on, somebody. Now think about it. They was on the sea. The sea was raging. Huh? They couldn't call on him in the bottom of the boat because he wasn't there. That's where your fear sets in because you think he ain't there. Your storm begin to rise and you think God ain't nowhere around because you can't put your hand on him. Your storm get to rise and then your life and, and, and your faith starts fading away and then you start saying, oh, I'm about to die. Now the waves is hot. See, I done been down in Florida when the waves 
so high that they sent out the flag that don't get in the water. Huh? Because there's some carrots that will take you up. Some ignored the warning and they got out there and they did drown. Not because they couldn't swim, but they were no match against the wave. So here's this silhouette in the far off distance. Walking toward the boat. To the point that they said, we are about to die. Now here God is going to send a ghost out here to finish seeing us to death. Because <laughs> it's got to be a ghost because he's walking on the water. And the water is raging. Come on. Can you imagine that the water is raging, your wind is blowing, and here comes somebody walking on every wave that passes under his feet. No matter how high he got, he walked on the wave toward them and they said, it's got to be a ghost.
on a sea that every wave is waving before your life and you can't see him because you think it's a ghost.
big mouth. And a dead man just fell in front of me.
swamped down in your problems, when you get swamped down in your situations, when you get swamped down that you don't know what to do, then you call on Jesus. But you need to be calling on him before your situation is that bad. Get up, 
say you're not, but you're still walking by sight and not by faith. Because all it takes is the right situation to come up and you lose heart. You, me, and everybody else, just let the right storm blow in your life. With your strong self. get some of this if I can. Might not, but oh well. How have you ever been discouraged if God didn't answer your prayer exactly like you wanted it?
still take me to glory. Huh? If I got to go to glory, one half, God, is better to go one half than not to go at all. Amen. My faith is still in you. Because guess what? My destination is not earth. My destination is heaven. Something on you get wrinkled. Somebody ought to see what you don't. 
to see me in you. Am I in the right house? Somebody ought to be able to say there's something about you that you shouldn't see no horns sticking up at your head. Joe Blow to know who God really is to stand still and see God moving in your life and hearing the voice of God through the Holy Ghost. It's a lot of folks say they know it, but it's a lot of folks that are not referencing him through the Holy Ghost. And you can't reverence God unless you're going to reverence him by his spirit. Them that worship him must worship him. 
right house. Well, let me flip that strip. I'll notice where it says, God doesn't answer our prayers the same way every time. Huh? Did not did the disciples found that out? They found out that God answered their prayer when he was in the bottom of the boat. So they felt that he should have been in the boat when they went to the second storm. But instead of being in the boat, he was in the storm. Yeah. Uh-oh, y'all didn't get that yeah. Instead of God being in the boat, yeah. God was in the midst of the storm. Yeah. So when are you going to allow God to get in the midst of your storm? Yeah. looking for God to come one way, good God Almighty, and here he come another. Huh? You looking for the same old way God to come, the same old time, the same old incident, God just repeat yourself. God don't repeat himself. God come to do a new thing. Imagine Peter when God pulled him up out the water. He looked at his other brothers in the boat and said, Boy, God did that thing. Because I was about to sink. I was about to die. And God stretched forth his hand and pulled me out. Like he should have done it. No. God ain't should have done nothing. Huh? God did it to prove to you that he is God. And beside him, there is no other. <coughs> Amen. See, when you try to do it yourself, when you reflect back on when he was in the boat. Reading up all me a short sleeve shirt. I knew y'all were going to try to burn me up today. 
was in the boat. When Jesus was in the bottom of the boat. And they thought that they could solve their problem without the help of the Lord. I was reading the strip and it says that every bucket of water that they throw into the boat, the heavens ran two or three more buckets in the boat. Yourself, you can keep getting all day if you want. The moment 
went home, woke up the next morning, going to work just to see if they could have taken that Got to work, and one of the senior supervisors decided overnight, he said, that I'm going to confidence going to be. Another question. When you're going through, why do so many people isolate themselves from other people and even from God when they are facing a storm?
around the wild. Huh? I gotta, I gotta preserve myself. Huh? So when will we start obeying the commandment of God? If the wind will obey, what's the problem with the people of God? Amen. I hope you got something. Oh, my God. The bread of life. Is anybody eating? 